Good morning. Welcome to Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bichard. Today I read the case Video News Incorporated versus State 790SW2D340, Texas Court of Appeals 1990. This case has some good stuff, like other cases. So what happened here? This is what happened. The decision says, quote, This is an appeal from a conviction of possession with the intent to promote obscene material. After the jury found appellant guilty, the court assessed punishment at $5,000 fine. End quote. That may have been one of the highest fines I've seen so far, and that was in 1990, remember? I like to remind my dear audience that we have to adjust that for inflation. So 30 years later, what does that equal? The decision also says, quote, On September 14, 1987, Officer T.K. Cox, a five-year veteran of the pornography squad of the Vice Division of the Houston Police Department, and two other officers went into the East Tech 24-hour news bookstore, which is owned by Appellant. That same day, Officer Cox prepared an affidavit describing the various types of sexually explicit merchandise on sale there. Also described were sexual activities depicted on four magazines that the officers purchased. The, the affidavit states that the four magazines, Ass is Nice, Raw Meat, One Size Fits All Part 1, and Swedish Erotica 67 in their entirety, are being tendered for the course review. That the store had an adult arcade area consisting of small booths where movies are shown of males and females, males and males, and females and females engaged in acts of oral sodomy, sexual intercourse, anal sodomy, and male ejaculation. That the magazine racks are broken down into sexual preference groups, including masturbation, lesbian, bondage, swingers, couples, and marital aids. And that neither on this nor on any prior occasion has he observed anything of a non-sexual nature on the sale, on sale in the bookstore, which leads him to believe that the primary purpose is the promotion of a sexually obscene material. That the records indicate the store has received 51 citations, for arcade ordinance violations, 30 arrests for arcade ordinance violations, and 20 charges on various clerks for motion of obscenity. That he has viewed many of the magazines in the store and has seen that they have always contained sexual de- depictions similar to those described above. In the affidavit, Officer Cox also states he observed nothing of a non-sexual nature in the interior. End quote. I remember this Officer Cox from other obscenity cases, if I'm not mistaken. Does anyone not recognize the irony of an officer named Officer Cox? I also remember another case where one of the magazines in question was called Swedish Erotica, and it had a number after that. I don't remember if it was 67, so it may have been the same thing. Have any of you read any of these magazines? Ass is Nice, Raw Meat, One Size Fits All Part 1, and or Swedish Erotica 67? If so, let me know what you think. Because they're attacked in these obscenity prosecutions. They may not be available, but maybe some of the old-timers out there got a chance to see those. Sounds like this place has a variety of material, not just one type of thing. Also, they further discuss the charges and then they say, quote, the affidavit then lists titles of 83 magazines whose front and back covers they videotape. These include titles such as Cocksucking Buddy Special, Sexperts Number 18, Wanna Fuck, Basic Sleeves, 
double fuck special number two guys who fuck tight black pussy chain gang bang anal bang and lesbian trio end quote they did take out some one the vowels in some of these I suppose because they wanted to censor it they were too prudish the court to read the full thing how about these magazines have anyone read any of these magazines I do like to see the interracial stuff in there so that's good they're promoting that what do you think about that friends it says here that they took 300 volumes the charge the I'm sorry the appellants attack here against the conviction one of the things that stands out most is the constitutional thing and that's what I'm aiming for is to go straight for the Constitution sometimes people go after procedural matters which is nice this is going for the home run it says quote appellant also filed a motion to suppress the introduction of magazine evidence as they return asserting police violations of his first fourth and 14th amendments under the US Constitution good job and quote good job Defending the Constitution there. It says, quote, Appellant's first point of error is that the trial court erred when it denied the motion to quash information because the Texas obscenity law is unconstitutionally overbroad under the Texas Constitution. It also said, quote, end quote, it also says, Appellant notes, quote, Appellant notes that the First Amendment to the Constitution contains a prohibition against the Congress passed any laws to abridge freedom of speech or press. Appellant also notes that the United States Supreme Court has found obscenity is not speech and therefore not subject to the protection of the First Amendment. However, Appellant argues that the Texas Constitution provision, the use of the language on any subject, means that it should be interpreted as a grant of broader protection to include even obscenity. Appellant argues that obscenity deals with a subject, that of human sexual relations, and thus comes within the language of the Texas Constitution. End quote. I like the reasoning there. Like I said earlier, it's going for the home run. Trying to overturn the law altogether. That's what I'm trying to accomplish. I hopefully, hopefully we can redeem all these souls who fought the good fight by overturning these laws one day. So I like the reasoning here. It is great. Unfortunately, the court did not rule in his favor for that point. It said, quote, Thus, in accordance with the Malone versus State, we hold that the statute is constitutional under Texas Constitution Article 1, Section 8. We overrule appellant's first point of error, end quote. The other issues involved two things. One was the validity of the search warrant, and they did not rule on his behalf for that. The other thing was in regards to jury instructions. There was a dissenting opinion in this case, and I haven't seen a dissenting opinion for a while in these obscenity cases, so that is refreshing to see. In this dissenting opinion, they challenge the search warrant. So I apply that justice for doing that. Good job, justice. Our friend here did not win, but there is a higher law. The law of the First Amendment, of freedom of speech, that our Creator grants. So whatever the courts rule, 
the ultimate judge in heaven is going to deem some of the good fighters winners worthy of entering First Amendment heaven because they fought the good fight. So let us strive to be like this appellant here. Let us strive to be like Video News Incorporated and fight the good fight of opposing obscenity laws, fighting for the First Amendment, and advancing freedom of speech where we go. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.